Thank you, ladies. Our God is indeed holy. He is a great God, isn't he? The God of all the earth, the God who created the earth and everything that we see. And his uh, power is beyond our comprehension. You know, the scripture this, um, this week is from the book of Joshua, and we read in there of uh, the things that the Lord did for that people in order that they uh, might be able to inhabit the uh, lands in Palestine. And uh, in this uh, particular chapter, he made the sun to stand still and go backwards. And uh, we, uh, we have nothing to fear, brothers and sisters, with um, when we are on God's side because uh, of his power and his glory. We, uh, we read this scripture from um, the first book of Nephi, and I thought it would be fitting to share it with you. Uh, we read it in class today. thought it would be fitting to share it with you again. And it says, um, For the time soon cometh that the fullness of the wrath of God shall be poured out upon the children of men. For he will not suffer that the wicked shall destroy the righteous. Wherefore, he will preserve the righteous by his power, even if it so be that the fullness of his wrath must come and the righteous be preserved even unto the destruction of their enemies by fire. Wherefore, the righteous need not fear, For thus saith the prophet, they shall be saved, even if it so be as by fire. And we need not fear, saints, for uh, the God of all the earth uh, has sworn that he will save us and protect us. Let us continue uh, our worship with hymn uh, number 513.
Lord, God of Israel, I pray to you, Father, having only so little inkling and so little understanding about the great mercies and the love and kindness and the patience that you show your creation. For so great is your love, it is uh, incomprehensible to me. You have made promises to your creation as proof of your love. You have prayed, you have promised that where two or three are gathered in your name, that there you will be in the midst of them. And so, my Father, I pray this morning that thy congregation has gathered this morning. Uh, Your saints, your children have gathered in this sanctuary this morning, and I pray for the fulfillment of your promise that you would send your spirit to be with all those who have gathered in this sanctuary this morning, all who have prepared place for it in their hearts and their minds, that no derisive thoughts, no invasive thoughts would enter in, and that your spirit would rest upon our dear brother Joe as he breaks the bread of life that the Spirit would confirm the righteousness and the wisdom of his words and of your gospel. I pray, Father, that your name be glorified forever and ever. In Christ's name, amen. I was a little bit uh, enlightened, I should say, I guess, or I don't really know what the word is I want to use. But this morning in class, Joe brought up the uh, scripture about uh, Elijah and the widow and uh, Elijah telling her to make him a little cake first. And she not having only a little bit of meal in the barrel and a little bit of oil, she was hesitant, but she went ahead and did it. She made him a cake, and then there was enough afterwards that she and her son fed her family, and they had good health for the rest of their life, as far as I can think, as far as I know about the scriptures. But it's amazing what uh, the Lord will do for us if we take care of our end of the deal. And our end of the deal brings us to uh, Scripture in Malachi, the 10th chapter. It says, Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. How many times have you been blessed? Have you ever been blessed because of what you've given? I know myself, there's been times when I've given a little, and a day or two later, or even before, the Lord has multiplied that unexpectedly. Would you bow with me, please? Heavenly Father, we appreciate your blessings, Lord. We're so thankful that you are such a merciful, merciful God to us. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you might bless these monies uh, that are offered this morning. 
for the welfare of your kingdom. We pray this, Heavenly Father, and give thanks to you. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, amen. Good morning. My scripture reading is from Joshua 1.9. Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithsoever thou goest. And from Joshua 10.25. And Joshua said unto them, Fear not, nor be dismayed. Be strong and of good courage, for thus shall the Lord do to all your enemies whom ye fight.
Hallelujah, ladies. Thank you so much. That was beautiful. <clears throat> I come from the I come from a sports background. And so I may have some sports analogies that pop in this sermon every once in a while. Um, before we came into the sanctuary, um, I feel like it's like running out of a tunnel. And you see that at the at every every level. Even the little kids run out in the they run out on the field and they you know they go through the little bus through the little uh, petition or whatever they've set up. Um, I was watching a, a Chiefs highlight last week and and uh, Patrick Mahomes was in the was in the tunnel and he kept saying let's go let's go let's go let's go and so in my preparation that's what kept fueling my heart was let's go let's get closer to this God let's understand this God that's our God um So let's go. Uh, the, our theme from today is from Joshua chapter 10. But before I can talk about chapter 10, I realized after I tried to jump into chapter 10 and you just can't do it. You got to read the first nine chapters. So the book of Joshua starts off with the death of Moses. Joshua being called to, li- to lead the Israelites into the promised land. By crossing over the the Jordan River. God tells Joshua and the Israelites to observe the laws of Moses. The Israelites tell Joshua that they will go and they will do whatever he commands. The laws of Moses are the Ten Commandments. And out of Exodus chapter 20... 3 through 17. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven images or anything like likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt <clears throat> bow down thyself in them nor serve them. For I, the Lord God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto the thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh the name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. The six days thou shalt labor and do all thy work. But on the seventh day, the Sabbath day of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in the six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the seas, and all that is in them, 
is and is rested in the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blesses the Sabbath day and hallow it. Honor thy mother and father that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. By following God's commandments, we are given the armor of God. God protects us and helps us defend his people. The people on the other side of the river had heard about God, the God of Israel, and how the Israelites were delivered out of Egypt, parting the Red Sea and drowning the Egyptians. The God of Israel was feared. Before crossing the river Jordan, Joshua sends two spies to Jericho. The spies are helped by the harlot named Rahab. The king of Jericho hears two men are seen at Rahab's and go to Rahab's to find them. Rahab says that the men were left, that the men left, And that she does not know where they went, but she saw them walk out of the city gates before the the close of the night. Rahab knows that the God of Israel has them in, in this land and agrees to help the spies in exchange for her family to protect and save them from death. Rahab lived on the town wall and hid the spies on the roof till the night. She let them down the wall on a cord. The spies tell Rahab to place in your window a scarlet thread from that cord. You let us down by on the inside will be saved. If anyone goes outside thy house, his blood is on on his head. And the Israelites are guiltless. If your family is in your house... And your hand be upon them, then it's their blood that is on the Israelites' head. Two spies return to Joshua to tell about the arrangement that they made with Rahab. And from Joshua 3 5, and Joshua said unto the people, Sanctify yourself, for tomorrow. The Lord will do wonders among you. The priests carried the Ark of the Covenant to the River Jordan, which was overflowing because it always did around harvest time. As soon as the priest's feet had touched the river, the water had stopped flowing and dried up. The priests had the Ark of the Covenant, and they stood in the middle of the river on the dry ground while the Israelites crossed on the dry ground just like they did in the Red Sea. Once the ark and the Israelites were on the other side, the water returned 
and started flowing. Why did God part the river like he did the Red Sea? Maybe it was because it was a new generation. And all the old, the old people that had seen the, the miracle from Moses had passed away. I, uh, I, see, I see that when they, they do that from time to time in and, and things we have today, that they'll, they'll release a new movie or something because it's a new generation. And uh, just the, the, the parables that I, that I think of in my own mind. Um, and then from Joshua 3, 7. And the Lord said unto Joshua, This day will I begin to magnify thee in sight of all Israel, that they may know that as I was with Moses, so will I be with thee. And from Exodus fourteen fourteen, the Lord shall fight for you. Joshua had one man from each tribe grab a stone and carry the stone and make a memorial for the future generations to remember that day that God dried up the waters from the Jordan and that the people were able to walk on dry ground. And I think of that memorial, how we we put memorials to this day. And again, I, I go back to the sports world. They do the Hall of Fame. They do the Ring of Fame. They do all these, you know, they make statues of people. Um, but I, I, I think as... as uh, we were reading this as your future generations come, you get to tell the kids and we pass down that legacy of what God has done for us. And <clears throat> there were people already living in the promised land. Um, in Exodus, the Israelites are commanded to have nothing to do with people in the promised land. Do not worship their gods or do not serve them because God is going to cut them off. God is with Israel, and they are only to worship God. God does not want the people in the promised land to tempt or make the Israelites sin against God. Now that the Israelites are in the promised land, the manna stops. This is the land of milk and honey. It is rich. It is a rich land, and now the Israelites can live off the land, and they can eat fresh fruit. Remember, the people in the land are afraid of the Israelites. God tells the Israelites to go around the city of Jericho one time for six days. On the seventh day, to walk around the city seven times. There will be seven priests will blow their trumpets, which were made out of ram's horns. Then Joshua told the Israelites to shout, And they shout, and as they shouted, a great shout that the wall of the city of Jericho fell. And as I was studying that, I was thinking about how the how the song goes. I thought it was the walls of Jericho come down, but it was a wall. Um, I think maybe that the walls back then were were bigger because Rahab lived on a wall, right? 
So maybe they were wider, and that wall was one big piece. And that may be where we get the walls in the song. The Israelites totally destroyed everything and burnt the city to the ground. And then then the Israelites go to battle against Ai, and they were struggling to win the battle. Joshua cried unto God, why, and was told, because Israel had sinned by keeping some of the spoils when they were told to destroy everything. So when I when I read that, I, I again I go back to sports and there's at halftime you you make a halftime adjustments, and I think maybe because Joshua didn't know they were unaware of uh, the sin that one had created. With God's help, the Israelite the without God's help, the Israelites could not win. The Israelites are told to sanctify themselves and cast out the bad. The next day, the tribe was to go tribe by tribe till the Lord taketh the guilty tribe, then family by family, man by man, until the guilty party was found. One man confessed that he had kept the garment, the silver and a wedge of gold. The punishment was the man and his family, his livestock, and all that he had was stoned and then burned. Then God was with the Israelites again, and they destroyed the city of Ai. <clears throat> and so you can see you don't, you don't want to not have God on your side. Next, the Israelites completely destroyed seven more cities. The word spread of the Israelite and their God. The people of Gibeon are afraid because they know their cities next. They come up with a plan to fool the Israelites. The people of Gibeon go go to Joshua and the Israelites asking to be their servants because they are afraid of the God of Israel. The people of Gibeon lie and they say that they are from a far country away. They wore old clothes, old shoes, and took old moldy bread. The Israelite men took the provisions and Gibeon people provided, but they did not ask God first. Then Joshua made peace or a treaty with them. How many times do we make decisions without asking God first or what his will is? I know I've done it more times than I'd like to admit. Three days later, Josh and the Israelites find out that they were lied to. The people were not from the far-off place, but from a local city, Gibeon. The Israelites and God kept their word and kept peace with the city of Gibeon. The ruler of Israel were wise to not sin against, <clears throat> not sin again <clears throat> by allowing the Gibeon people to be wiped out. It is a mark of righteousness to hold up an oath or treaty, even when difficult. In Psalms chapter 15, verse 4, He honoreth them that fear the Lord. Rahab and the Gibeonites came to the Lord of Israel as sinners. Rahab, as a harlot, 
and Gibeon as liars. Both were willing to forsake their former association to be counted among God's people. Both Rahab and the Gibeonites found salvation and had rich history through God of Israel. As Joshua commanded, the Gibeonites became servants at the tabernacle. Gibeon became a good city. In the days of David and Solomon, the Ark of the Covenant had stayed in Gibeon often. The Gibeonites were among those who helped rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. All these examples show the great things God can do with sinners that come to him in humility. We take the bad things and we make them good. I think of when he takes the bad things and make them good, it makes me think of growing up with three brothers. My brothers, I mean, we fought. We fought like cats and dogs. And uh, I say that because me and Reagan were at the were at Petland last week, and these two puppies were in this this cage, and they were they were just going at it. You could the dogs couldn't have been chewing on each other any more than they were. And it made me think of my brothers and how we fight, and maybe how some of us are fighting with the Lord. And we we went on, we came back. Those two dogs were cuddled up, sleeping next to each other, laying on each other, asleep. Um, so it makes me think that as sometimes we fight, that we can be forgiven and we can come back in that love that the Lord has for us. Rahab was a great, Rahab was the great, great, great grandmother of King David. I think this is interesting. David asked God why he had famine for three years. And God said it was because Saul killed the Gibeonites. The people Joshua made peace with, because God honors covenants. Which brings us to chapter 10. Finally, we're there. Uh, Five kings heard about the treaty with Gibeon and declared war on Gibeon. The people of Gibeon sent out to Joshua for help, saying, We are your servants. Save us from these five kings gathered against us. God tells Joshua, And the Israelites, fear not, because God has delivered your enemy into your hands. This was my opening scripture. Israel Israel went to battle and slew with the great slaughter and chased the enemy. As the enemy fled Israel, God cast down great stones from heaven. More, More people died from the hailstones than the sword. And in Joshua 10, 12 and 14. Then spake Joshua to the Lord in that day when the Lord deliver up the Amorites before the children of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, stand, sorry, from Israel, son, stand thou still upon Gibeon and thou moon in the valley of Ashron. And the sun stood still, and the moon stayed, until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. It is not is not this written in the book of Jasher? 
So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven and haste not to go down about a whole day. And there was no day like that before it or after it. The Lord hearkened unto the voice of man for the Lord fought for Israel. I found that uh, that was also recognized in the um, other cultures. Like I know that uh, it was recognized in in uh, China, recognizes a day, the Aztec, the Incas of this long day. It's recorded in their history as well, as long as other cultures. <clears throat> is there is there anything? Too great for our God. I tell you, no. We have faith like, if we have faith like a mustard seed, we can move mountains. I, uh, share a testimony of when, when, uh, Beth, Beth had gotten sick and we'd gone to the, we'd gone to the hospital. And I think I'd briefly shared that with some of you before. Um, but I think it's important to go over it. God, <clears throat> Beth had gotten sick. We'd made a run. We were, God bless her. She, we'd made a run to the, to the hospital and it wasn't the right hospital. And we were praying and, and listening to the Lord and, uh, he directed us to another hospital, which was KU Med. And that's where all of her records are. We made it there and. I'm not saying it's the first time I saw the Lord's hands, but I saw his hands at work. That was the day I've prayed harder than I think I've ever prayed in my life. For, for I was, we were under attack. And I needed, I needed that, uh, that reassurance from God that everything was going to be okay. And when you come to him humbly, he will answer those prayers. And he will give you that peace, which he did for me. God answered Joshua's request because Joshua asked for God's help to be accomplished. God's will. The five kings fled and hid in the caves. Joshua had covered the openings with a great stone. The Israelites <clears throat> pursueth their enemies and destroyed them. After the great battle, none remained. Then Joshua and the Israelites went back to the cave to kill the kings. At this time, they had pulled they had pulled them out and they had they had slaughtered them and hung them on trees. And my my interpretation of that is it was to show everybody the power of God. And then they took them down off the trees before nightfall and they put them back in those caves and they put great stones in the back in, in, in front of them. And they're there to this day. From Joshua 40 and 42.
sorry, Joshua 10, sorry, 40 and 42. So Joshua smote all the country of the hills and of the south and of the vale and of the springs and all their kings. He left none remaining and utterly destroyed all the the brethren as the Lord God of Israel had commanded. And all these kings and all their land did Joshua take at one time because the Lord God of Israel fought for Israel. The point is that God fought for Israel. We want to be on God's side. We want to follow his commandments so God will fight for us. <clears throat> I, heard a, I heard a story of a, a couple that had taken a, a cruise on a cruise ship. And they had, uh, there was a, the captain came over the intercom and he said, there's a, there's a mighty storm coming. We need to bear down the hatches and, and get ready for it. And then he made the comment, we're, we're, we're going right into the storm. And one of the, the, the wife of the, of the couple, she, she called the captain and, and she said, she asked him, why are we going into the storm? Why don't we go around the storm? And his comment was, this, this ship was built for the storm. And how that hit me is this God is built for the storms that we go through in life. We have our trials and tribulations and our Lord God will fight for us. We just have to believe in him. Be repenting. So I ask, what battles or what storms are we fighting are we, allow, are we following God's commandments? Are we asking guidance from God and what his will is for our lives? I share with you that Jesus Christ is the living water. And I close with Joshua twenty four fifteen. And if it seems evil unto you to serve the Lord... Choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the God which is your father served that were on the other side of the flood, or the God of the Amorites in whom the land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. May the Lord add blessing to this message.
Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day, and I think that we could all be here today, and we can fellowship with each other and worship you. I'd ask that all that um, weren't able to be here today, whether it be of sickness, that they might uh, be able to recover fully, and that you'll be with them. Um, please be with us as we leave here today, that we'd be able to keep the Spirit with us, and um, I'd ask that you'd give us opportunity this week that we might share your gospel, and please be with all those who uh, don't know of you, that they might come to learn, and I ask these things in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen.